the righteous gemstones. Phil Christman Danny McBride's show about a flawed evangelical family is goofy on its face, but unusually eloquent on the subject of forgiveness. This article contains spoilers through the season 3 finale of The Righteous Gemstones Though it uses the register of low comedy rather than moody character study or tragicomic caper, HBO's The Righteous Gemstones, which follows a family of materialistic and vaguely corrupt religious show people, is prestige TV in the classic mold. Like Succession, or Better Call Saul, it centers on a richly flawed antihero as he builds his empire and, in the process, studies the workings of American power and money. The popularity of these shows has led some critics to suspect that closely attending to such protagonists, especially when they are lent the glamour of handsome, high-budget production values, doubles as a form of subtle approval. In applying this storytelling model to a specifically Christian milieu, though, Gemstones upends it. Its characters are also flawed, and also vividly rendered. But for their bad behavior, they expect, and are granted, absolution, a worldview that foregrounds how strange and arbitrary the act of forgiveness is in the first place. Enjoy a year of unlimited access to The Atlantic, including every story on our site and app, subscriber newsletters, and more. Become a subscriber, https colon slash slash accounts theatlantic.com slash products slash question mark source equal sign loss dash inventory and referral equal sign loss dash inventory. The show follows Jesse Gemstone, played by its showrunner, Danny McBride, with his trademark defensive combustibility as he prepares to inherit a religious entertainment empire from his father, Eli, John Goodman. Through flashbacks, the series shows us the rise of the gemstones from hardscrabble small-time religious revivalists to Reagan-era TV stars to scandal-plagued Christian theme park operators. In depicting this ascent, the show also allows us to see that this family, Jesse, his youth pastor brother, Calvin, Adam Devine, his horny, aggressive sister, Judy, a particularly brilliant Eddie Patterson, Eli, the stern patriarch, and his late wife, Amy Lee, Jennifer Nettles, the closest thing the family had to a conscience, is knee-deep in much that is toxic about American culture. Whether it's celebrity worship, consumerist waste, or phony relationship advice, the gemstones have a hand in it. But the show never really allows the viewer to hate them. They are too funny, too desperate, too pathetic, too humanly appetitive to lose the audience's grudging affection. Never miss a story. Start your free trial. Uncompromising quality. Enduring impact. Your support ensures a bright future for independent journalism. Get started, https colon slash slash accounts theatlantic.com slash products slash free dash trial slash question mark source equals sign gate underscore below underscore fold. Already have an account? Sign in, https colon slash slash accounts theatlantic.com slash login.